Happy Friday, Shark Nation. We have yet another installment of Shark Radio and another big rivalry game for you on the high school football stage as Hilton Head makes the trek across the bridge to the river. But first, we have some finalizations of our fall sports and the beginning of another, as well as our Jersey Mike's Athletes of the Week. We got a week behind last week, so we'll honor two boys and two girls this week. Our ladies for Athletes of the Week are cross-country runner Anya Arroyo and cheerleader Kaylee Voss. Anya won the race for Sharks a couple weeks ago, as well as ran her PR time of 18 minutes flat in the 5K. So congratulations to Anya. Kaylee led the competition cheer team last weekend in a routine that had no falls and no major deductions. So congratulations to the cheer and Kaylee Voss for our female athletes of the week. Our gentlemen, our boy athletes, our male athletes of the week, our volleyball player Tyrell Calloway and football player Jaden Jones. Tyrell led the volleyball team all year in their inaugural season with great leadership, great defense, and was our starting setter. So congratulations to Tyrell on a great boys volleyball season. And Jane Jones led the hometown showdown last week for the Shark football team, carried it 34 times for 174 yards and two scores. So congratulations to Jaden and Tyrell for our male athletes of the week. All right, like I said earlier, competition cheer got their competition season underway last weekend with a very impressive showing. The routine did not have one slip up and no deductions, so it looks like they will be increasing their difficulty going into next week's competition. Congrats to Coach King and the girls on a great first performance of the season. Keep up the good work. We'll keep we'll keep you up to date on our competition cheer team. All right, girls golf ended their journey at the state championship this week on Monday and Tuesday at Hilton Head Lakes Golf Club in the 4A state championship. Girls golf just ended their three-peat just short of another state championship. But again, still finished with a very impressive 4A state runner-up Monday and Tuesday. Again, like we said all year, girls golf has no seniors or no juniors. Um, kind of led by two stud sophomores. Claire Green was third overall in individual. And another sophomore, Robin Zettrauer, was fourth overall. And they were all state. So impressive from the two sophomores going third and fourth. And then, of course, the Sharks getting runner-up um, fell to Pickens, the Blue Flame. Um, they were number one most of the season, had a really strong team, couple seniors. Um, they had, they had ended up winning by about 23 shots, um, and the Sharks were about 20 shots clear of AC Flora for third. So the Sharks take home um, second-place trophy. Interesting, as they took that trophy, um, a couple of them looked at me and said, don't worry, Coach, this one will be gold next year. So the Sharks have already put, put the gauntlet out for the rest of the state, looking to win the state title again next year. But, again, what a great season, a great run it's been for girls golf. So congratulations, to Coach Manassi and the rest of the girls. Um, great year um, as girls golf came to an end this week. We do want to thank Hilton Head Lakes um, for sponsoring and, and having the state championship out there. It's hard to find golf courses um, anymore, so we appreciate Hilton Head Lakes doing that. It was a great course, set up nice, um, right off the interstate. Our parents, our May River parents, did a great job. They actually built a scoreboard out there. Um, they had a bunch of signs. They made it really feel like a state championship. Um, so thanks to Hilton Head Lakes and, of course, our May River parent, our May River parents, and congratulations to our girls' golf. All right, varsity football. They continued their dominance of their crosstown rival last um, Friday against the Bluffton Bobcats. This 14 to score was not indicative of the dominant performance from May River. 
The Sharks finished with 400 yards of offense to Bluffton's 180 yards. Like we said earlier in the show, Jaden Jones carried the load with 34 rushes for 174 yards and the and the two scores for the Sharks. That wins puts May River in the driver's seat for the two seed and a home playoff game next week. Kickoff tonight against Hilton Head is at 7.30. It is senior night, um, not just for football, but for a bunch of our fall sports. So come out and support our seniors. And we'll be up next with College Pick, with college Pick'em. Shark Radio is brought to you by Low Country Lawn Systems, a new and upcoming business. LCLS specializes in yard drainage, irrigation, and landscape installs. Call Low Country Lawn Systems with all of your outdoor yard needs today. All right, welcome back to Shark Radio. It is college pick'em time. It was a tough week for the panel. Oof. Oof, it was like Halloween. Must've been Halloween in the air or something. Yeah. Man, it was a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get all the important stats from Whitmore live because <laughs> he wasn't here last yeah, year. Missing the mojo. Cafeteria. When you're dude. missing your best player, other guys <laughs> gotta step up. And boys, you fell short. We read your paper. <laughs> word for word. All right, we'll get into that first. We got a Hilton Head matchup tonight. Kickoff at seven thirty. Coach Powell, similar similar team as Bluffton. Um, probably run ball a little bit more. I think a little bit better, and probably have not quite the not quite the receiver and Jalen Linder out there. But you got a tall tall kid McCracken who's solid. So, what do the Sharks got to do to to get the win tonight? Uh, yeah, they're a very very solid team. You look at their record. I think the record's a little bit deceiving. Uh, I think they're a little bit better. Um, than the record, they, you know, they're a possession away from winning three more of those football games, so they very easily could be rolling to this game at six and three as opposed to three and six. Um, offensive line, I think, is probably one of their better areas. Their offensive line is pretty solid. They got a running back who runs incredibly hard. They run two quarterbacks. Um, one's a little more mobile. One's a little bit more of a pocket passer. Um, they have four receivers who may not overall be maybe as good as Linder um, in terms of, you know, what he offered, but they are all four of them very good and they distribute the ball very well. Um, so we're definitely going to have our work cut out for us. Um, maybe we, you know, can eliminate the big play and get them off the, uh, the field, and uh, especially on first down. First down I think is going to be huge tonight. Um, maybe try to get them behind the sticks because they want to run the ball and they do that very successfully. So hopefully uh, we can create some second longs and hopefully we're ready to play uh, when that time comes. All right, remember, kickoff, 7.30. It is senior night, not just for football, but but, but for a lot of fall athletics. Um, so, 7.30 kickoff. Be out there, support the Sharks. All right, get into college pick them here. Ohio State, travel them, I guess it's going to be a whiteout at Penn State. They don't have any other colors, apparently. I don't know. Ohio State, minus 15 and a half in old Happy Valley. Coach Whitmore. Yeah. Podcast faithful, you can rest easy. I have returned. Uh, to bring us back into, I think you said we had one less listener last week. That was himself. Yeah. <laughs> I listened. I listened twice just so I could hear each one of your picks. Uh, yeah, there's two thirds of our viewers. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you know, this is, is definitely the best team that uh, Ohio State will have played and definitely in the best environment that they will have played in. Um, you know, I thought being on the road against Michigan State, uh, I was I was interested to see how um, C.J. Stroud and the receivers would do being on the same page, and it didn't matter because Michigan State is just horrendous. Um, Penn State's defense will certainly be better. Penn State will put up more of a fight. Um, but I honestly expected this game to come out closer to 20 um, when, when the number came out. 
I think Penn State will hang. Ohio State, you know, Coach Powell, we were talking in the gym earlier today. I just feel like offensively it is just a relentless onslaught on, on, on your defense. It just never stops. And Ohio State didn't really play that well last week. I know Iowa gave them some opportunities with the turnovers that maybe Penn State won't. But Ohio State played poorly and scored 54 against arguably the, one of the best defenses in the country. Um, so I think Ohio State scores and scores a lot. I'm not sure Penn State can keep up. I'm going to take the Buckeyes on the road with the, the big one. I think they did a, a whiteout last week against Minnesota. So this is maybe an unofficial whiteout, but the game is at noon, which is a huge help for the Buckeyes. Buckeyes roll. They'll still be pumping in that music. Happy Valley. Illegal, oh, yeah. Illegal, illegal I've been music. there. I've been yeah, there. It illegal. is loud. They do pump in some noise. It's loud. It's cool. But Ohio State's going to roll. Yeah. I don't know if they played the best defense last week, but they most definitely played the best punter in the country last weekend in the uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Even he couldn't stop. <laughs> That's right. Again, like I said, I go to my reference here for wrestling. If it was a wrestling match, I would go the clear favorite would be the Penn State Nittany Lions. However, we're playing football, and I just think Ohio State is way too explosive and cannot uh, – Penn State is not going to be able to keep up. I think Penn State's going to have to get away from what they do early. You know, they're going to try – you know, usually try to run the ball, I think, kind of control the clock. I think the ball is going to get out of hand early in the third quarter. They're going to start throwing it around, and that is when – that's when the stretch of this two-touchdown game becomes three – so I'm going to have to go with the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes to cover as well. Number one, The number two team or number one team in the country, however you look at it. Number one in our hearts for sure. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, probably not your family. Tennessee is definitely number one in their hearts. <laughs> but, All right, I'm going to take Buckeyes 45-21. They will cover Penn State. Not very good. Sorry. They're, they're poorly coached. Not a great team this year. Ohio State rolls, throws it all over the place. 45-21 Buckeyes. All right, the Irish traveling to the Carrier Dome. Another noon o'clock game. Awesome. Love these 12 o'clock games. So fun for us viewers. But anyway, Coach Powell, what do you like? Man, Syracuse is probably still complaining about that call that they get, did get and didn't, didn't get against Clemson. Like, I literally heard about that for four straight days. Very controversial call. One Clemson's on not on the docket this week. What's up? They're, oh, on the bye? Oh, that's shocked. Had five oh, tough yeah. games in a row. Who do they play next week after that bye? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Irish. Oh, shocker. Notre Shocking. Dame. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> um, but uh, they're, they're still complaining and griping about that. But I do think Syracuse is a solid team. Um, you know, they were a little bit better than I thought. Um, their quarterback is tough, man. He is a really, really, really good quarterback, I think. He runs the ball well, throws the ball well. They developed the offense that really fits him and their scheme well. Um, you know, uh, being at home, Syracuse will be live, I guess, at 12 o'clock. You know, they'll be ready to roll. Notre Dame, once again. All right. Who did I – did I pick Notre Dame last week? Yep, and they didn't cover. So, I'm going to go against them this week. So, that means they will cover because it yep. happens every single time. Yep. But go Cues. Cues gets to cover. They went by a field goal. Yeah. I oh, you said you're going now. Notre Dame to cover. No, opposite. I went Notre Dame last week. And they lost oh, okay. the game, so I'm going to go opposite. Okay. They'll, they'll I cover. I got you. I got you. I got you. My all-time winning percentage picking Notre Dame on this podcast is probably like 8%. It's awful. <laughs> I've got them like <laughs> once maybe, maybe in maybe four this or five year. years. Uh, so I'm I'm on the same train as you, pal. I, I do think the quarterback at, at Cuse is tough. I think their defense isn't bad either. Um, so I'm going to say – Syracuse playing pretty well, coming off a loss. Hopefully, that didn't take the wind out of their sails. Hopefully, it, it motivated them. You should be motivated to play 
a school like Notre Dame if you're a player at a place like uh, Syracuse. So I'm going to take the Cuse at home. Yeah, I think Syracuse is a little overrated, but they're not bad. Certainly a good, solid team. Um, but Notre Dame, again, no consistency. Told you I'm fading the Irish until I see consistency. That won't be any time this year. So I will take Cuse minus two and a half. All right, Kentucky at Tennessee. Tennessee, huge line here. Minus 11 and a half. Coach Whitmore, what do you like? Yeah, Tennessee's just, they're better. They're, they're, they're better than Kentucky. Um, you know, they're coming off of that uh, in-season uh, by slash FCS game, you know, so they got to rest a lot of guys last week. Got to really probably work uh, for towards this Kentucky game. Um the biggest question, you know, Tennessee's going with some pretty cool uniforms again. I think they're going with the black uniforms. So the big question is, you know, some people – college football. Yeah, some people want to checkerboard Neyland. Well, that usually means that they they uh, alternate the, the white and the orange in the stands and it looks pretty cool. Well, now they got the black uniforms. Should they go white and black? Should they go orange and black? Do they just go – you know, big, a lot of controversy there up in Tennessee, and I think that's the biggest question about this game because I think they absolutely roll. Tennessee wins by at least 20. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast, my friend. No, no, no. At least 20. Not so fast, that my means friend. more than 20. Um, one of our listeners who's very into college football, studies a lot, um, he, he is a big fan of Kentucky here. And he thinks that Kentucky's ability to play defense is going to be huge in slowing Tennessee down and Tennessee's inability to stop the run against a solid running team is going to be an issue. Um, He thinks that they're going to be able to pound Tennessee late. Their defense is good enough to run with Tennessee. They'll be the best defense that they've played thus far. And when you're talking 11 and a half, we're going to keep it inside of 10. Um, well, you're worried about the talking about the checkerboard. I yeah. think they're looking ahead next week's game. I think they're Georgia. going to be looking towards Georgia. No. And they spent their off week studying for Georgia, not Kentucky. No. Because if you're supposed to be national champions, you should be Kentucky without a problem. So therefore, I'm going Kentucky Wildcats getting eleven and a half. Wait, you're going Kentucky or your friend is going Kentucky? I'm going Kentucky. Is I your trust friend my on the friend. podcast or are you on He's the a listener. And I'm looking at Jeez. the stats that he made me look at, and I think he's a winner. My mom listens every week. Hey, Mom, who do you think is going to win the Georgia game? I bet she would have been better 1-9 last week. Probably. No doubt. Maybe 3-7. and It's better than 1-9. I'm up like five games, just so you know, if I'm doing the 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 off-the-cuff math here. But go ahead. Still behind all time. If you get your – If this game game were in Lexington, I would pick Kentucky. If someone can figure out how to slow Tennessee down, their defense is not very good. They have the ability to get pounded. I like Kentucky to keep within 11 and a half as well. Um, I'm taking the Wildcats in Knoxville. All right, Florida, Georgia, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Call it oh, but I can and I will. It's in Jacksonville. Georgia minus 22 and a half. Whew, man alive. Florida started the year out so well. But they've been doing that the last few years. Oh, yeah. top 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See loser. All right, wow. pal. You know, you know how I talk about this coach and I've yeah. been and is he the best coach of all time yet? He's getting that. Getting that. By the time we retire from Bay River, on our last podcast, he will be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah. oh man! Oh man! Hi. 
Hall of Fame. They're calling the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. I don't even know who's in the college football Hall of Fame. David Pollock got it. Did he? Yeah. Last Georgia. In the jacket. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe what we'll get in May River Hall of Fame. We're not being in it, but how long would they give it May River Hall of Fame? Mason's got it coming up. This is year yeah. seven. No, we've we got another eight 10. years. No, 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 no. Yeah, go no, no, no. Years? We're not going ten. Years ten. In. We're not going ten. We're not going. We're not going ten. <laughs> All right. Um, but It'll be I, one of my think, last jobs on the way out. This will be. <laughs> I, I think the, for the same reason I like Kentucky, I like Florida here. I think. I think both teams are looking ahead. One versus two to fall on the weekend. They don't really have all hands on deck. They're being told that Florida is nowhere near as good as you. They are below average. They can't beat that. They're they're a sub five hundred team. Um, Twenty two and a half, man. That is three touchdowns plus. plus. Yeah, that is that is a lot. But I'm sure in every game that I watch similar to this, Georgia will score first and they'll line up run two. <laughs> And here we go. There'll yep. be three touchdowns and two two-point conversions, and I am a loser. It happens all the time. <clears throat> Way more than you think. But um, I, I, Florida still has fighting on man. Florida still has a pulse. Florida has a good quarterback. Um, Georgia hasn't exactly blown people out lately. I'm going to have to go with the Florida Gators, getting 22 and a half. Who did Florida play last week? Did they play? They did. Yeah, they got smoked by LSU. That's right. They came back. They close were, game. It yeah. was not close. In the game, it was within two touchdowns. Oh, um, <laughs> well, it wasn't it was like forty-two close. to twenty-one at one point in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Right. So wait, so you picked Florida for the same reason you picked Kentucky? That is correct. Then I am definitely taking Georgia. Go dogs! All right, I just think it's a lot of points. Also, Georgia is going to win the game. I'm just. Playing the points here, Florida does have a pulse. I think I do like their quarterback. A lot of emotion. I, I guess I'll take the points and Gators. All right, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. The Wildcats, one and a half point favorites. Coach Whitmore. Yeah, the battle of the almosts. Jeez, back to back weeks. Oklahoma State had TCU on the ropes, ready to land the knockout punch, and couldn't get it done. Kansas State gets TCU down the next week and can't finish the game. I don't know who's playing quarterback this week for Kansas State. Um, I, I do like their program. I think they're good. I think the wrong team is favored here. I think it's a close game. I just think Oklahoma State's better. So I'm going to take the Cowboys on the road. Yeah, um, Kansas State, I do not know who the quarterback What happened to the kid who was the starter transfer? All of a sudden, he's just sitting on the bench. Yeah, he played one series. And then and they said, all right, bud, you've already transferred. You played three games. Can't go anywhere. We're, we already got you stuff. You're staying here. Right. Uh, it was weird. Yeah. And then the other kid got hurt, and they yeah. didn't even go back to the original kid. Right. So Like a hip injury or something, they yeah, said? Who knows, man? But you know OK State has a quarterback. I do. Man, just looking at his stats Spencer here. Sanders. He is thrown for over 2,000 yards, 15 touchdowns, four INTs. I mean, man. Hey, that, 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 is, that is Heisman-like numbers, you know. Slightly better than that quarterback at South Carolina's. Um, I think their ability to score points in Kansas State, while usually this is their game, I just don't think they have enough explosive tools to run with OK State, and I think OK State gets to win here because they are the dog. Like you said, Whitmore, i got to agree with you there. I don't see how they're necessarily considered – the dog in this game. I thought they would have been in favor about two yeah. and a half or three. Yeah. But getting points, I think they're a better team. I go, okay, State. 
Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. Cowboy up, taking Oklahoma State, better team. Ricky Fowler, let's go. That's right. All right, Cincinnati at UCF. Cincinnati been kind of laying in the weeds yeah. after their awesome year last year. Um, Coach Powell, you're leading us off. What do you like here? This is another line that I don't understand. Yep. Back-to-back, um, same scenario. Because Cincinnati's <laughs> kind of been weird this year. I like, don't know. They haven't been impressed. Cincinnati got absolutely hammered last week by East Carolina. I mean, they got beat by 21 points against East Carolina. Okay? Um, UCF. UCF. UCF, UCF got yeah. beat by East Carolina by, yeah. by 21. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, that which is a little – that, that game did not make sense to me. Um, this is one where I think Cincinnati's defense is better – East Carolina's defense. So I think they're going to struggle to run the ball. Um, and, you know, UCF is, I always said the last couple of years, they've been a second half football team. They seem to adjust. Malzahn is a good coach. He figures out what to do. But I just think Cincinnati <laughs> has ability uh, to score. Cincinnati, you know, is a player two away from currently, you know, being undefeated. Um, I thought they played really tough. Um, you know, you look at similar opponents, you'd probably say that's why UCF is favored. But I, I think Cincinnati wins, and I'm going I'm to go with my Bearcats here. Yeah. Cincinnati's one loss, right? That's correct. Uh, Arkansas? Early? Yeah, yes. Yeah. And they, tough game. And, and a tough game, and they were in that thing. And and Arkansas really, had a quarterback that could throw it remotely close to a receiver. They would have lost. Yeah. Really, really Cincinnati. Good. Cincinnati. Yeah. They he, were behind them he was missed, all he was the time. Cincinnati yeah. looked good there <laughs> in the loss. They've been kind of ho hum. You know, like you said, Coach Macy just laying in the weeds. UCF is, you know, scoring like crazy one week, and then, you know, last week they, they just get shellacked. Again, though, I think the wrong team is favored. And you talk about uh, Gus Malzahn and, and the job he's doing at UCF, and I think he's doing a, a good job there. But, you know, the coach that's at Cincinnati really could have probably taken several jobs last year, and he chose to stay, and he does a good job, uh, Luke Fickle. So I'm going to take the Bearcats. Yep, I'm taking Cincinnati as well. For that exact reason, coaching, fickle, better than Malzahn. Bearcats win. All right, next, I don't know how this game snuck up in the on the pick again, but once again, New Mexico State, minus two at UMass, the two worst schools. They might be dogs to the Sharks if they played tonight. Yeah. Coach Whitmore, what do you like? Yeah, so, you know, we've talked, we've kind of made some fun of some teams' schedules being soft. Officially now, New Mexico State has the worst schedule. <laughs> I mean, how did they? And what's their record? Two and four. <laughs> yeah. they, they had the easiest schedule, it, and they are two and five. No oh, chance. my God. There's it's because no they're in the chance. middle of nowhere. Who would go to school there? There's what a terrible no place. Chance that somebody has played more bad football teams than New Mexico State. Like, no chance. Right? Oh, they're awful. But Pistol Pete is going to get it done traveling all the way across the country to UMass. UMass can't forget their uniforms. UMass's uniforms will they'll, they'll be there. Be in the locker room <laughs> waiting for them. And as long as New Mexico State remembers theirs, they get the job done. Pistol up or whatever they say. Pew, pew, I don't know. Go Starks. Boys, there is one thing I can assure you. We will have more listeners and they will have watchers of yeah. this game. Oh, yeah, May River podcast because Stark says he's a fan, but he doesn't even watch the games. He's not a fan. He's not a fan of anyone. Yeah, I'm he's a Dallas got, Cowboy fan. Dallas Cowboy fan. It's this. It's this year. This is their biggest year. fair weather fan I've ever known. He has 18 Texas teams that he pulls for. 
But yeah. this is Correct. his home <laughs> team, he said. Yeah. His yeah. heart yeah. lies in New Mexico <laughs> State. Yep. Mm. Las Cruces. The Las Cruces. I've yeah. heard that it's one. The only I, one. Heard, uh, I couldn't point to this place on a map. I could get to state. I'm not, not sure. I, I'm I'm the surrounding I area reminds state. me of Mars, and I'm yeah. serious. It yeah. looks like Mars. That's how far out it is. <laughs> you know what? Just Whitmore to go against you, man. I'm, I'm going to have to go the, the Minutemen. Minute Let's the go. They've played a significant <laughs> yeah. schedule. Oh. they played Temple, Liberty, Eastern Michigan, Stony Brook, and Buffalo as of late. I'm going to have to go with UMass. All right, I'm not picking this game. I'm boycotting New Mexico State, so I'm just going to flip a coin. I'm going to flip a coin. Mexico State is heads. UMass is tails. Here we go, boys. And it's heads. Oh, yes. We'll go for the fighting Mars. The fighting Marses. All right, moving on from that game. Missouri at South Carolina, only minus three and a half. I thought they were ranked this year or this week. 25, baby. Man, how does it feel? South Carolina Gamecocks, buddy, they are excited. I'm a little upset because they just found a new, a new uh, a emblem for them or trademarked logo that's totally different than what anybody likes. Uh, they get a win top 25, and now they're mad because they're changing logos. <laughs> um, USC oh, is getting no. stopped. No, it's not USC. The no South one outside Carolina of the state of South box. Carolina thinks USC is South Carolina. Nobody, <laughs> nobody. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you, so, you were just in Ohio this summer, wrestling. Yes, yeah, the first time I've ever been. I'm not sure that I ever go back. You can how awesome it was. Yeah, it was. It was great. No grocery store within 23 miles of us. <laughs> but second like game cars are excited. Big win over that powerhouse Texas A&M Aggies last week. They were high. <laughs> they were they smoking in the locker room. Texas A&M three and, three, three and five now. They're three and four. Three and four. Yeah, they were getting. They were smoking illegal weed in the locker room before. Good win, South Carolina. Good job, Gamecocks. Uh, but they are better than they have been. Um, Missouri is a team that I always give no credit to, but somehow they win seven or eight games. They're not bad. They, they find a way to play hard. Um, South Carolina's excited. South Carolina, I think, needs to win this one to secure themselves bowl eligibility to possibly pay, play the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So I'm going to have to go South Carolina by a touchdown. In the loser bowl that only <laughs> South Carolina would care about. Oh, this is probably the seventh. <laughs> I'm on the wrong end of two of those, yeah. but I still yeah. hear about it. <laughs> you want to strap it up, Notre Dame, for that one. No, the um, car quest. Yeah, hey, loser bowl. Missouri. I, <laughs> I don't like Missouri's coach. <laughs> Eli Trinkle. Uh, yeah, he just rubs me the wrong way when I listen to him talk. I think he's arrogant. Um, and some of his comments, he's probably one of those guys that, like, on, when he's on your side, you probably like him. But I just don't think he's good enough to say some of the things he says. And I just, you know, if you guys hadn't heard, he is heading into the best environment in college football. That's <laughs> the a best, quote. The best entrance. And the best environment. <laughs> I, I, I've heard <laughs> two people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, that waving towels that got beaver ball on them. Yeah. Come on. But South Carolina is playing better. They do believe a little bit. They have been the beneficiary of some bad, poor play bad on the other SEC side. teams. And Mizzou, I don't think, can bring a whole lot more uh, to the table. So I think just for the fact that Carolina is playing better, 
Mizzou, eh, they're okay. Um, I'm gonna take the Gamecocks. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know what? I was I'm, I was sincerely disappointed in South Carolina this week. I was like, okay, you know, solid win. Gonna have to give them some credit on the podcast, but they deserved it. And then, you know, I, on my the Shark Twitter feed, I get a bunch of uh, South Carolina stuff. You would have thought they won the Super Bowl yeah. by beating a three and four football team. Yeah. Three and four. And you would have just thought the world had ended and they are the national champions. I mean, at least pretend you've been there before, South Carolina. Good Lord. Well, they haven't. I know. God. But, I I mean, it's still misery. So, I'm going to take cocky and game cocks, minus three and a half. They got to win by at least four, right? I'm taking South Carolina at home. All right. Michigan State at Michigan, minus 23 for hairball. Oh, baby, this thing gets physical up north. Oh, oh baby. Yeah. Don't they play What's for Paul, Paul Bunyan's axe, I think, or something like that? I don't know. Their Big Ten has a lot of those, so I lose track. Turtle. Every game's a trophy game. <laughs> it is. That is true. <laughs> I, I think they play for something. Maybe it's oh, they definitely pay for something. Yeah. Babe, the Blue Ox or something. I don't know. But uh, Michigan <laughs> State, man, usually they, this, is, this is one of those games that you can throw the records out and they just – beat on each other and they show up but gosh Michigan State's just so bad this year uh ugh. I hate it because I have to pick the fighting hairballs but uh yeah the Paul Bunyan trophy yeah Paul Bunyan so it's not the axe I think not the, the axe is Wisconsin Minnesota, Wisconsin, Minnesota like yes all right well Paul Bunyan Apparently he's so big that a trophy, his body was in Michigan, <laughs> but his axe was in another one state. Vegan. I don't know, but either way, wherever Paul Bunyan's going to live in Ann Arbor for a year, it's going to be a tough year for you, Paul. I hate to tell you, man, but unfortunately, you're you're going to go home to. Well, they know what they call Ann Arbor, so yeah, he should have they, some fun. She is a very nice young lady. <laughs> at Ann, at Ann it's a four foot wooden statue. Yeah, the Paul Bunyan Trophy, yeah. Coach Powell. Who's gonna Who's gonna have that trophy? Well, there's no doubt Michigan's going to have the trophy. Uh, okay. Fair enough. It's fair by enough. how many points? <laughs> um, Sparty. Michigan State is on a winning streak potentially. They beat Wisconsin in double overtime last week. Yeah. Um, man, man uh, Wisconsin's bad, man. They are. But they had. Four. Felt like they were playing a little bit better since they. They had one game where they played okay with the new coach. Then they beat Purdue. Then they beat Wisconsin or Minnesota too, didn't no, they? They lost thirty-four to seven to Wisconsin. 39-28. Wisconsin. Oh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> um, Michigan. Uh, Michigan can run the ball. Yeah. Sparty cannot score. Um, they just – they are bad on offense, man. And their coach is getting paid a lot of money. $10 million, guys. <laughs> oh, so, he's currently – has done – has had so one good year. Of not real good at man. math. What is that Holy like? cow. 3.3 million per win yeah, currently. Three, three, yeah. three 3.3 million. Well, they're not getting a better deal on this game. Uh, <laughs> so, going down. Man, that is a lot of money, man. What could I do with $3.3 million? Oh, I, I can assure you I'd find a way to win more than three games. I do a podcast every day. So Many as you want. Uh, Wolverines, hammer them. Yeah. See around. Yeah, the, the fighting hairballs. Mighty schedule continues <laughs> to get worse by the day. Uh, Michigan, I guess. This is a pitiful football game. All right. Ole Miss, minus one and a half to Tex- at Texas A&M. Coach Powell, what do you got? Texas A&M, not good. Kicking all players, obviously appropriately so, doing <laughs> yeah. stuff they're not supposed to. They, they look like they have – no confidence in what they're doing on offense, and their defense is not that good. They're, I didn't realize they were starting a bunch of freshman offensive line. 
Ole Miss, they'll have them ready. He's going to absolutely <laughs> try to hammer them, even though they didn't play very well last week. I think Ole Miss responds. I got to get Ole Miss gets it done. Yeah, you know, um, sometimes you know, trying to be the next head coach, Texas A&M, ooh, or fifteen man, probably like that payday. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Jimbo. You know, sometimes things like you know that just happened at, at Texas A&M when you have something within your team and it's an unfortunate situation. Sometimes those things tend to galvanize you, though. You know how much um, worth? How much was that type of stuff going on? How much did the kids know about it? Clearly, the coaches found out about it <clears> and. You know, made the right moves. Um, you know, the, the, does, does that bring the team more together? Does it separate them? Or have they thrown in the towel? I think it's hard to hard to say. Um, I think it does bring them together, and and I but I still just don't think they're quite good enough. I think they actually put up a good fight in this mm-hmm. one, and the talent gap is not very big. But I'm just going to say Ole Miss just because I think their quarterback is better. Uh, being a, a point and a half less than a field goal, I will take the Lane Train. Yeah, Ole Miss can be one-dimensional, though. Can Texas yeah. A&M slow down that rushing attack? If so, I mean, I think A&M could, could find a way. I thought Ole Miss was going to hammer LSU last last week, and it uh, the opposite happened. Yeah. Um, so a little worried, but – Lost by 10, though. So lost by 10. Who? Ole Miss to LSU. It'll be in 10. Okay, but they got hammered. It's closer. They got, I'm they, saying they, they were up big early. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. They were down huge. Then so I, back. I just – Old Miss, I got to take Old Miss, but a little weary. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Hotty Toddy as well. All right, that's it. College Pick'em, guys. Have a good weekend. We got Senior Night tonight in the Tank against Hilton Head. Kickoff at 7:30. Be there. Go Sharks. Go Sharks. Go Sharks.